All right, guys and gals, welcome back to another week of the Football Lab Podcast. As always, I am your host, Corey. Joined, as always, by Jared. Frank is back, and he is with us tonight. Um, all right, so week nine in the books, and this is the greatest college football season of all time. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, welcome back, Frank. It's good to have you floating in the ether. Uh, but yeah, this is this is bar none the most psycho season of all time. Just nothing makes sense. Um Apparently, if you just pick all upsets, you end up in the top 1,000 of college pick'em. <laughs> uh, like 1160-something <laughs> right now. <laughs> it is so insane how many ranked teams lose week in and week out. Yeah, so you counted earlier. You came up with 10. I counted it like three times, and I came up with nine. So nine or 10 more ranked leagues. I, I may awesome. have double counted. I was doing it uh, I was doing it earlier in the day. So I think it's nine. Um, so that puts us at 61 total in the year. Uh, 36 uh, uh, ranked teams losing to unranked teams. This weekend, Iowa, Iowa State, Kentucky, Pittsburgh, San Diego State, and SMU all go down to unranked teams. Um, the Big Ten starts to sort itself out. Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, and Iowa. Well, Iowa State is not the Big Ten, Jared. Uh, all losing one weekend. 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> so each of the Power Five conferences have one lead, have at least one team inside the top 10. I did not realize that. Pretty stat. Um Headline of the week, only six undefeated teams remain. Uh, Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Michigan State, Wake Forest, and UTSA. Meet, meet. <laughs> meet, meet. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how – I don't understand how some of these teams like Wake Forest and Oklahoma are still undefeated, and really Michigan State as well. I, I, if you would told me going into week 10 Michigan State would be undefeated, I would laugh at you. Every time I see Michigan State pop up, I just think about our uh, preseason hot take on the uh, Big Ten. We literally said Michigan State is going to finish last, and that's all we said. Yep, yep. We didn't even say anything about it. So uh, hats off to Michigan State. They they deserve all the respect. Hats off to Kenneth Walker III. That guy, <laughs> that is your Heisman Trophy winner. should be right I, there. I mean, he's still ranked way down in the odds. We'll, like we'll, we'll have that debate here in a second. Um, TCU uh, came out like yesterday. TCU and Gary Patterson have agreed to part ways. Um, immediately. Uh, immediately. Well, I mean, the dude's got a statue on campus. You can't just fire your statue coach immediately. You have to, it has to be a mutual agreement. <laughs> yeah, whatever you got to tell yourself, TCU. <laughs> I mean, he, he has a statue on Cape Steer. I, I don't. I, I don't understand what TCU's plan was. I can understand moving on from him. Like it's just, it's kind of like Mark Rick to Georgia. Like you get to a point, it's stale. It's not really going anywhere. But why fire him middle of the season? What did he do? I don't know, dude. Zach Evans gets another one. <laughs> caught, he caught another body. Um, oh, caught another body. Uh, so apparently, they're going after the SMU coach, Sonny Dykes. Yeah, I did read that today. Makes sense. Um, Don't you? Yeah, so something weird is going on in Gainesville, and it is not Dan Mullen kissing his players on the lips. It's not Mullen's wife. Mullen's wife, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. Yeah, I uh, I mean, Georgia just played Florida and handed them a hefty loss. I, I can't tell if Dan Mullen is still trying to go to the NFL. I, I don't know what he's doing. I mean – it doesn't make any sense. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, he had a press conference today where they asked him about recruiting. He blew up on a reporter um, saying, we'll talk about recruiting at the end of the season. And then like a couple hours later, uh, Florida announces that he has no more media availability outside of the SEC conference tele- telecall later this week. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. All signs point to them getting rid of him. It, it, it looks like that. I could honestly see them letting him play out this year for sure, but next year too, if oh, yeah, he yeah. fires some coordinators. If he makes some personnel decisions, they're going to let him stay. If he refuses to do that. It depends on how that, they finish. If they can, you know. And you're eight. right. If they, don't make a, if they don't become bowl eligible, like if they lose enough games, if they can't make it six and six, uh, he's got They have left. They should be able to. To win the rest of their game. Yeah, I mean they've got South Carolina, Sam F. Houston or Sam something, Sanford, Sanford, Missouri, yeah. and Florida State. Uh, I know this for a fact. I mean South Carolina and Missouri are terrible. They should games. win both those games. Sam, South Carolina and Missouri both barely beat Vandy, 
Uh, Samford is Samford. Florida should win that. But I know the people down in Florida are worried about Florida State. They are worried about that game. Dude, what if they, if they I, beat one of South Carolina, Missouri, lose the other one, beat Samford, and they play FSU and lose to FSU and go 6-6? Six and six. Dan Mullen is 100% getting fired. I was going to say, if he wins the next three games and loses to Florida State, I could see him being fired just for that. No, nah, I mean, 7-5 is not great, but it's, I don't know, 6-6, rough. Well, I know, but it's it's also going with, I mean, as much as I hate Florida, it's still a prestigious program and one of the top college football jobs in America. And whatever Dan Mullen's doing there, it, it, it's got to be pissing people off. I know it's pissing Florida fans off. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I, he's lost the fan base for sure, for the most part. Yeah, there's a lot of people calling for him to be fired. There's, I mean, he still has quite a few people that are like, yeah, give him another year, or, in which I don't know. I mean, what else would he change? I mean, what would he do differently? He's New defense coordinator? That's the complaint. Yeah. They give up too many points. I mean, and that's true. They do. I mean, Todd Grantham is not good. That was our biggest complaint when we had him. Couldn't wait to get rid of that guy. Yeah, I mean, they gave 31 to Bama, 49 to LSU somehow. Still don't understand how, how that happened. And then 34. I mean, that game's – they gave up 20 to <laughs> Kentucky. You want to know something know. funny? The uh, – I mean, y'all just ran the trap over and over and over. Uh, the counter. That's all we did. Just the counter yeah. play over and over. They can stop it. Couldn't they can stop it. We didn't run the counter that much. Y'all ran it in the fourth quarter the, more than yes. anything else. I was going to say, we ran it in the fourth quarter, and that's what Zamir broke off that big run on, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. They can't stop that play. It's, it's incredible. Um, so interesting to see what happens there. The thing that worries me the most is that, you and I have talked about it too, there's all this debate about what's a better job, LSU, C. I think Florida's better done than both. Um, and see, I'm on the fence. I, I, They're not much better than LSU, but it's slightly better than LSU. Yeah, the points you made earlier – uh, I mean, are true. I mean, as far as money goes, as far as prestige goes, as far as talent that you have and your recruiting, those things are all in place. I don't know what their facilities are like, but they can't be that. Well, uh, I know they have. I know they have two jets. Well, I mean, I'm talking about like <laughs> locker rooms and stuff. I'm not no, I know. I, I'm just saying, like that. That right there. That's a lot yeah, of. Money. That's a lot that's of money. A, it that's is. A lot. <laughs> Um, Georgia doesn't have a jet. We're just, the thing that scares me the most about that is if we don't hire someone like Billy Napier and then they go out and hire Billy Napier and then Billy Napier just haunts our dreams for like the next six years. Yeah, I, uh, I actually was looking at something earlier. And, I mean, dude, you never know how it's going to turn out. There's so many names. I know, I know dude. It's terrifying. I mean, and you can, you can at the moment, can seem like a, like a massive hire. But, I mean, I, I look at like Jeremy Pruitt and Kirby Smart. Tom Herman. Tom Tom Herman. When Georgia was looking at coaches, uh, Charlie Strong, uh, Tom Herman, Kirby Smart, Jeremy Pruitt, uh, those were all like top guys for the job. I mean, don't get me wrong. Charlie Strong and Tom Herman are terrible. They just didn't do Texas levels of elite. I'm more looking at just like Pruitt and Kirby. Yeah. They were both considered like same level as far as getting hired. And boy. They couldn't have gone in two different, more different directions from being hired at the same time as head coaches. Yeah, actually, I wonder he, what, was, uh, he was the next year, I believe. But. I wonder what Bama cheating class was taught where they tell you to just hand out money in McDonald's bags. I, I still don't get that one. Like, how, how are you legit just going to hand cash in a McDonald's Happy Meal, you idiot? <laughs> that, is some, that is some very high levels. I just don't care. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Kenneth, probably the biggest game of the week. Kenneth Walker III helps Michigan State beat Michigan with a huge game, five touchdowns. Uh, still only fourth place in the Heisman odds. So I'm assuming he's behind Bryce Young, Matt Carell, and who's third? Um, who was third? Somebody was on that list. Um, I didn't. I, I just was looking more. No. Um, I want to say. Let's see, updated odds, top candidates. It is Matt Corral, Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett. That was the other. Ah, geez, our guy, Kenny, two gloves. Yeah, but I, I, I would say that maybe they hadn't updated it because Kenny Pickett's going to have to drop down. Yeah, they've got two losses now. He's got to. 
I mean, and, and then Matt Corral's got to drop too. To me, it's got to be between Bryce Young and Kenneth Walker. And Kenneth Walker, if 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 the point of the Heisman is supposed to be the best player on the best team type deal. That's the debate. That's the I mean, debate. Is it the best player on the best team or is it the best player in college football? Um, I, mean, I mean, it could be both. Either way. It I mean, can be both. But to me, the, to me it, either the way, should be the best player in college football. I agree. It should be rated that way because I think there'd be more defensive players get it, and I'm not just saying that because no, this is a up year. Well. But there are guys because, um, and what I mean by more, it's not going to be, but maybe once every five to ten years today. Tyron Matthew if, and Dominican Sue couldn't win the Heisman. It's going to be very tough for a strictly defensive player to win the Heisman. I don't think a defensive player outside of Charles Woodson will ever win it. Um. But to be invited to New York, I think is in and of itself is something that doesn't happen. It's always wide receivers, quarterbacks, running backs. That's it. It's not even running backs anymore. It's quarterbacks and wide receivers. It was last year. I mean, well, no, did uh, Najee Harris not get a invite? I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember either. Probably I mean, not. The year Burrow won it, it was him, Justin Fields, and Trevor. I think Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, and then yeah. I forget who the other ones were. There were. I mean, there's, there's always just five. Real. I think it was just no. I think that year there's well, I think they, there's five officially, but they only invite like the ones that are going to make for a good story. Uh, I gotcha. Um, so yeah, man, it. I mean, if they go undefeated, like they, they have to give him the award. Yeah, I, I don't see how you don't. I mean, he, if he's not playing for Mi- Michigan State, they're not the same team. No, they're no. It's like if not, Bama to me, Bama could lose Bryce Young, and they would probably still be pretty good, if not close to the same. Bryce, right. Bryce Young's good, but his passes for the most part, I feel like a much less ready quarterback could do. Yeah. I think you put Kenny Pickett on Alabama, they're, I mean, steamroll. Same, same, yeah, same t- Yeah. Kenny Pickett um, would run away with it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, they just, they're just, their talent's just better. Than everybody yeah. Um, so, earlier today, uh, Miles Brennan uh, announced he was going to enter the transfer portal. Not a huge surprise here. Um, the reason I didn't put this just in the LSU section is we're going to talk about quarterbacks. Other quarterbacks that might transfer. Um, I think Miles Brennan, I think a good place. If Sonny Dykes goes to TCU, I think Miles Brennan at TCU is pretty fun. Say that one more time. You think he goes to TCU? If Sonny Dykes gets a TCU job, I think oh, yeah. him and TCU would be a pretty nice combo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or Mississippi State. I've said Mississippi State. There's a ton of places he could go that immediately he starts at next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think, and and see, that's something that a lot of people are not talking about. With this whole super senior thing, there's going to be a higher than normal rate of open positions. He could possibly have two years left. He could possibly have how many? Two. Two, yeah. Because they're going to use his medical. So he he applied a medical redshirt, I think, for last year, but got it back because it was a COVID year. So I think he's going to try to use it for this year, and that would give him two more yeah, years. Yeah, and they'll give, they'll give it to him. Oh, for sure. But, but, but what I mean is is there's just going to be a ton of vacancies across college football. Yep. Um, I mean, your big schools like Oklahoma, uh, uh, Alabama, Ohio State, uh, they have young quarterbacks that are going to be there for at least a couple years. Uh, you've got a lot of schools, though. I, I mean, think what I, you're going to start seeing, too, is like quarterbacks – who have eligibility left, if like their coach leaves and goes somewhere else, I think they'll like transfer to follow their coach. Yeah, I could see that, especially if they really bought in. Like if Burrow was still at LSU and Odron left, Burrow would follow him. Right. Um, There's not been yeah. a quarterback at Georgia that would follow Kirby right now. So we talked about this before the podcast <laughs> started. So you think Spencer Rattler's going to transfer? I think uh, he is. You I wouldn't be surprised he's... him to just enter the draft at this point. He's eligible, why not? Yeah, he's eligible. Um, well, I mean, we'll see. It does make sense. Like, if you go, I mean, at worst, you can just be a clipboard guy. Uh, at best, though, he goes back and he can get a starting job somewhere because I think he's a good quarterback. I just, whatever reason, he doesn't he doesn't really work in uh, in Lincoln Riley's offense. He seemed yeah. to be much better last year than this year too, which is yeah, odd. that's weird. That is weird. Um, Makes you wonder if it's his work ethic more than anything, or something to that nature. I don't. You really said NLI money. I mean, there's that. I, I'm more just speculating. Because I mean, just for Caleb Williams to come in and light it up, it shows you that there's not a talent issue. 
And right. it's not an offensive play calling issue. It's strictly it's strictly the quarterback just making bad decisions. Yeah. Um, who else do you think could transfer? Um, well, Harrison Bailey went into the transfer portal last week. The, yep, forgot about that one. Um, I could see – so Georgia's definitely going to have somebody transfer, whether it's Carson Beck or um, Brock Vandergriff, because we've got a five-star coming in and Gunnar Stockton. And also with the way this year has played out, uh, especially with the entire lack of ball that JT Daniels has played, I can see JT Daniels coming back. And Stetson Bennett has one more year of eligibility because of COVID, so he's probably going to be back. One of those two quarterbacks is going to have to transfer out. Yeah. Um, That's five quarterbacks you just listed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So many. But I I could also see – uh, one of Florida's quarterbacks transferring. Emory Jones is not a senior, is he? Uh, because of COVID, I don't think so. I think he's just a junior. I think he's just a junior. So I could see him transferring. Uh, possibly I could see Richardson transferring, but if I were him, I wouldn't. Um, he's going to be the guy at Florida next year. If Mullen's um, still there. Yeah, I could see Joe Milton transferring away from Yeah, that would make sense. Uh... I mean, there's quite a few guys I could see just moving around for the heck of it. Uh, what do you think is going to happen at Ohio State with C.J. Stroud? And then you've got uh, Quinnen Ewers. Is it Quinn or Quinnen? There's been a lot of smoke lately that he's going to transfer. Um, I, I mean, if I were him, I don't know why he went to Ohio, Ohio State in the first place. To get money? Is that, I mean, really? Is what that think, what it was? I mean, I, get, I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. He's not going to play. What do you think about Texas? Him going back to Texas? No, I'm saying like Texas is quarterback situation. They've got uh, Hudson Card, the freshman. And I think he's I think, got like yeah, two years left, I think, too. Yeah, I think Card's going to be the guy. So I could see Thompson leaving. Yeah. Uh, it's either that or Thompson's going to turn into the um, – what was the Texas A&M's quarterback for the last decade? Kellen Mond? <laughs> yeah, I could see Thompson turning into like a <laughs> Kellen Mond type player. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot that guy existed. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing now. Is he in he's the NFL? He's the backup in Minnesota, I think. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm laughing about that. <laughs> Matt Ryan's backup right now is Felipe Franks. <laughs> Felipe Franks, dude. dude. <laughs> the best goatee in the game. Oh, God. Uh, got... so, yeah. But I have no idea. There could be a – I have a feeling once the season comes – you know, once it wraps up, especially here in just the next three or four weeks, you're going to see the transfer portal go crazy. There's going to be a ton of guys oh, transfer, yeah. not just quarterbacks, but for sure the quarterback market is going to be wild to watch. It's going to be full on free agency. I think I mean, this what, actually, like last year, they were a good bit, but I think this year it's going to be like full on free agency. Yeah, and, and you're going to be able to rebuild your entire team in a week. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Some of these big programs who are just like a couple players away, they're going to get those couple players year in and year out. I mean, look at Michigan State. I mean, they rebuilt their entire team and they're undefeated. Yep, yep. Mel Tucker took one off season to bring them from nothing to something. That's crazy. Worst to first. And That's that, crazy. That is crazy in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, so the first uh, CFP ranking comes out tomorrow. Um, I think everyone's expecting Bama to be no lower than third. Yeah. I'm curious what they do with Cincy. Is Cincy two or is Cincy four? Is Cincy even in it? Well, I mean, they got to be in it, Jared. They do they like a have... top, they do like a full top twenty-five, don't they? Do one. Oh, I, I don't know. I know they do. They show the top six, and I guess they do do a, a top twenty-five. But I just have this feeling, just from listening to these different podcasts, listening to the different like college game day shows, stuff like that. I don't think the college football committee wants Cincy there at all. Well, I think, and it seems like I mean they're not saying it. Well, out ESPN loud. and these other ESPN and Fox don't because they don't they don't carry the AAC. That's not like they're not contracted with them to carry those games. Right. Like ESPN is, I mean, all in on the SEC, really just the SEC, and then Fox has got what the Big Twelve and the Big Ten. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, they do, and they are. Yeah, it's. 
It's is interesting. I'm just hearing a lot of talk that basically they're, they're, you, you've got the the eye test, and because of the way since he's played the last two weeks, they're trying to argue that somehow Ohio State's better or Oklahoma's I mean, at this point, better. At this point, it doesn't matter because I mean there's no. still a lot of football to be played, and the yeah. way the season is going, Cincinnati might be the only undefeated team left by the end of the season. You know? I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, Georgia <laughs> could easily just trip and fall at Tennessee or something like that. That's the one game that I worry about because they got a passing offense. But I think it'll be fine. We should be. But you never know. I mean, it looks like Bama's got a rough, rough road to ride going into Auburn right now. Auburn is just believing in themselves. Dude, Bo Nix is just out there having fun, man. Might as well. Uh, yeah. All right, so welcome to this week's edition of Jared is Happy and Corey is going to keep it short and sweet. All right. Dogs jumped all over the Gators and absolutely beat them to death, 34 to 7. Um, as big as that score sounds, almost, <laughs> I think it's 80% of all the points were scored in a time period of 2 minutes and 28 seconds that were left to go in the second half or the second quarter. So with 228 left, Georgia's leading 3 to nothing. 2 minutes and 28 seconds go by, Georgia's winning 24 to nothing. <laughs> three turnovers back to back to back. All three resulting in points. One of them being a pick six. Um, this this defense is on the verge of being one of the all time legendary defenses. And I was thinking about it today. You've had two years in a row with just all time great offenses, and then a, a third year with an all time great defense um, that we probably won't see for some time. Um, not worried about the defense at all. The offense, uh, it currently leads the country with one-play drives with seven, which is a weird stat (laughs) considering. Um, But I am very concerned about the offense specifically. Uh, JT Daniels is still – he didn't play any in the Florida game. And I do worry, are they just working him back in for rust, or is he a – is he just not – as healthy as they made him seem, or are they just convinced Stetson's going to lead him to the promised land? Because I'm not. Stetson looked pretty bad throwing the ball, but he, uh, I mean, he gets the job done. He just, he just doesn't have the God-given ability that JT Daniels has. And if we want to win a national championship, JT's going to have to be the guy. Um, but we'll see. There's, there's coaches still. They're making millions. They know more than me. That's just my two cents, and I, I'm, I'm going to be here to watch it. So, with all that, Georgia takes on Missouri next week, and uh, that should be a total ass-kicking because Missouri is terrible and they're coming to Athens. Um, and then I'll finish up on this. Braves are still in it. They're leading the series 3-2. to two. They lost game five last night, which sucked. But they're off today to go back to Houston. I'm super nervous, but we've got two starting pitchers for game six and seven, and all we need is one, so... Go Braves. And with that, Corey, ask me any questions you got or just keep it short and sweet. <laughs> uh, no real questions or anything. I just think that with the defense dead in the first half is the most impressive thing I've seen in a football game. Uh, it was truly something. Uh, Nolan Smith had a strip strip fumble and then uh, interception on the very next defensive play. And then the very next defensive play after that, uh, Nakobe Dean had a pick six. Yep. Um, y'all got some studs on that defense for sure. Dude, there's um, no doubt. Y'all just destroyed Florida. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was something. All right, let's just get through this LSU stuff real quick. All right. Uh, we're gonna get embarrassed by LSU. LSU's gonna get embarrassed. God damn, I'm sorry. Uh, they'll cover the 28. It's not gonna be close. It's gonna it's gonna hurt. Uh, we're having to cancel practices in our off week because we don't have enough players to practice. Um, that I can't, that's a true sentence. Um, Ed is making deals with recruits to go to rival schools. If he, rival schools if he gets fired. Did you hear about this? No. Aaron Anderson, the wide receiver that decommitted from us and recently just committed to Bama, got interviewed after his high school game, and uh, he said, "Coach O and I made a deal. If he got fired, I would take my talents to Alabama." Wow. Whether that's true or not, <laughs> the fact that that's like. That's a glimpse in how LSU's running, how Ed's running things right now. Like, just get this guy out of here. Um, this season can't end fast enough. It really can't. That's all I have. 
He better be careful though, because he's going to end up finding a way to get fired with cause and lose that seven million, seventeen million dollars. I think LSU's just going to eat it no matter what he does and just say, "Go away, don't ever come back." Yeah, it does seem like that. I don't think they'll ever call on him to fulfill anything he has to do for the school. They just want him to go away. I mean, I can't blame him. That dude is. I mean, you want to talk about the quickest down spiral I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it's two different situations, but it's got to be between him and Chiswick. And but Chiswick, I mean, I think he at least went out with like a decency of respect. I mean, that's just yeah. gasoline on the bridge and you know, lighting a cigarette or dumping it on there. I mean, he he just, does have the, I, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me mentality. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, wow. All right, so game reviews. Um, game of the week, Michigan versus Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State pulls it out. Um, it was a very entertaining game. Do you think Michigan got screwed on the strip sack? I do. I do. I, do I thought th- I thought I that was a fumble recovered for a touchdown. Yep. And I couldn't understand how they had enough video evidence to overturn that. That's the craziest part. They overturned it. So if they had called it down on the field and they say, okay, we think he, we can't see it clearly. We think he still has control of the ball. No, no turnover. Like I'd be like, okay, that's fine. You ruled it a turnover on the field. Nothing I saw. Like definitive game being the answer that he didn't fumble that ball before he went down. Yeah, that I agree. Like, and and the rule states if you can't have enough find enough evidence to overturn, then it has to be what was ruled on the field. And somehow they overturned it. That's I, great. I mean, because it was at Michigan State. That's a home. Yeah, that's a home call. I guess so. But Michigan got screwed on that one. But uh, even still, even with that happening, they shouldn't have lost that game. They, they were up like sixteen have. points in like the third quarter. I, I just don't understand how when you know that they're – I mean, Michigan State's one-dimensional. They're very one-dimensional. And they still couldn't stop it. And I don't know if that says more about Michigan or more about Kenneth Walker yes, the third. Kenneth Walker the third. Michigan's a good defense. I mean, because it makes me wonder. I'm like, okay, what does Michigan State do against Georgia? Would Kenneth Walker the third still do that? I Probably. mean, is he that good? I, I think he's going. I think he's going to have 100 yards. It'll be interesting to go. see him when he plays Penn State. Um, Agreed, because their defense is pretty close. Their defense is really good, especially at the run. Yeah, I they mean, shut down Ohio State. I, I would argue that you know it's us, Wisconsin, and Penn State for the best defenses in the country. <clears throat> Wisconsin, dude. Oh boy! Um, if they even had an ounce of offense, they we'll would get be. To that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, Miami upsets Pitt. Miami wins 30, 38 to thirty-four. Did uh, Mandia save his job? I mean, back-to-back weeks, Manny Diaz pulls a win out of his ass. And I, I think he does, man. I think he saved his job. Tyler Van Dyke, man. All he needed was got to get rid of D.R. King. We're good. I, yeah, you hate to say that about a kid, but that's exactly what it looks like. It Dude, looks like Miami's better off with him too. Yeah, it does. It looks like, it looks like D.R. King was just way overhyped, even, even from him being at Houston because they – they, yeah, they look better. Yeah. It's crazy. wild, man. Uh, te- uh, Baylor beats Texas 31-24. to um, The Bears pull out another one, man. Yeah, it was a close game, but also not surprised. Baylor, uh, Baylor's offense looks pretty good. Dude, Baylor, they haven't had – they haven't committed a single penalty in two straight games. That, that to me, is mind-blowing. That is a well-coached and a disciplined team because I remember watching the game – there's like a fourth down call. Texas has a wide receiver come in motion, like quickly hurry up underneath the center. They'll make it look like they're going to snap it. Baylor didn't flinch. Yeah. I mean, they they are well coached because, I mean, not getting a single penalty in two games is either you're paying the refs or you are on top of your shit. That's yeah. focus. Um, dude, the, the world's most dangerous team when nobody's talking about them, but Iowa State loses to West Virginia at 38 31. You know what happened? <laughs> We were talking about Iowa State. <laughs> yeah, uh, West Virginia man just keeps just keeps doing it. I we said it last week, man. They, they usually did. pull out something crazy, and it's usually at home. Yep, and they did. They did. It was a good win for them. Morgantown is a dangerous place to go. <laughs> uh, Florida State versus Clemson. Clemson wins on just a wild finish. Um, yeah. Also, probably one of the ugliest football games I've seen in some time. I mean, that was just shit on shit, man. They, it was. It was not very. Hey, dude, our boy Shipley showed up though. 
Yeah, Shipley did show up. I mean, the defense for Clemson is the defense. Like, they're a really good defense. They're kind of like Wisconsin. Like, just really good. Their offense is so bad. Yeah, Shipley showing up is what helped them win that game, though. Yeah. Um, speaking of Wisconsin, they go out and upset Iowa. I called this one. I was, I was dead I was dead on this one. Yeah, uh, I should have listened to you on it because I was just totally – I'm just – I'm I'm just convinced that Wisconsin can't win because their offense is so bad. But you know what? <laughs> when you play like that, it's hard to be beat because that defense is ridiculous. They yep. they shut Iowa down. Yeah. What was what was the stat going into halftime? I think Iowa had six yards of total offense. Yeah, it wasn't. I know at one point in the second quarter they had five yards of total offense. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Like, yeah, it was. Whew, it was. That was a performance by the defense for sure. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss versus Auburn. This is one you were dead right on. Harvard will do, but Bo Nix is having fun. Yeah, Auburn looks real comfortable. They look like after the Georgia loss that that they have just totally, like you said, they're having fun. Ole Miss looked like a beat-up team. They looked yeah. They looked tired. Every, every other play, they had a player down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I thought they were faking it just because that's been their go-to move for the past four weeks. And now I'm just like, oh, no, these guys are literally beat to death. They're just falling apart. They are doing everything they, they are can falling to apart stay on in the these field. games. <laughs> I mean, you just see guys just, just falling down. And he back rock and barely walk, goes into the, the locker room, comes back out, he's jogging just fine. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't give him any kind of special treat. Of course not. <laughs> uh, Mississippi State upsets Kentucky. Um, I did not see that one coming. Dude, I, I said it last week. Mike Leach usually pulls one of these outs every once in a while. Yeah, I was just like, Kentucky's not going to lose another game. And not only did they lose, they got they got beat. They got beat up. Yeah. Yeah, they did not look good. No. To only put 17 on Mississippi State, to me, says more than anything. I don't know, dude. Mississippi State's defense coordinator is really good. Yeah, but I mean, just Mike Leach in general just never seems to have a great defense. And they and you're right, they're putting up a pretty solid. This is year. probably the best defense coordinator he's ever had in his career. Yeah, he's he's doing a lot with a little down there. They're better yeah. than I thought they would be. Um, in the wildest ending of the week, uh, SMU loses to Houston on Houston's walk off. Uh, well, not walk off, but uh, kick return for a touchdown after he yeah. tied it. Super impressive win by Houston there, and that is a killer blow to Cincy's playoff chances because they no longer have anyone ranked to play. SMU could probably claw their way back in. Honestly, is Houston not ranked, or do they not play Houston? Houston's ranked now. Okay, do they not play Houston? I guess not. Uh, no, Cincy does not play Houston. Well, then they play Houston in the conference championship, right? Uh, I guess that's possible. Are they? I mean, Houston's seven and one. I don't know. I don't well, know how they, the word, they I don't did, know how the American works. They did play Houston. They beat them 38-23. That's Houston's only loss. Okay. Yeah, their only loss is to Cincinnati. Well, then, I mean, it, it wasn't ranked at the time they beat them, but they'll be ranked after. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true, which I guess that does end up better. Also, Memphis is ranked 17th. I think they've only got one loss. They beat Mississippi State. I, I, I apologize. I am looking at the wrong year altogether. My man. All right, moving on. Uh, Penn State, Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State pulls it out, but Penn State, I mean, after probably one of the worst PR weeks in the history of college football, James Franklin keeps it close. Yeah, uh, kept it really close. Uh, I just don't think Ohio State, I think they're young. I think this week kind of proved something. They got a great offense but it's not as good as everyone thinks it is because that Penn State defense really and, took, took control of them in a well, way. Well, the Penn State didn't. defense, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. Penn State defense is really good. Uh, well, I watched them a lot this year more than I thought I would have at the beginning of the year. They're good. Yeah, I, it gives me confidence as a Georgia fan, though, to play Ohio State after seeing that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Notre Dame beats UNC. I mean, Pretty standard game. Nothing really to write home about. Sam Howell did look completely disinterested by the end of the game, though. Yeah. Could he be someone that transfers, or you think he goes nah, to he's going to he's going to draft. I mean, he's going to be, at worst, the second-best quarter, third-best quarterback. Is he the next? I mean, it's going to be him, Kenny Pickett, and Matt Corral. That's your is three big-name quarterbacks for this draft. Is he the next Mitchell Trubisky? 
No, because I still think he's. I think he's. He's got a better arm than Mitchell does. Um, I don't know if his issues are inaccuracy or he just doesn't care. Well, he seems like all they have on offense. Talking he's about legit it. Yeah. Talk about a total misread on a team for the year. My take on North Carolina to start the year. Jared, I think I, I think I might have him in the playoffs. I'm not even sure anymore. I, I I think I picked him to beat Clemson in the, to win the ACC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Wake Forest is going to do that. <laughs> Wake Forest, another team. They exist in this conference. Yeah. Uh, Virginia versus BYU. BYU wins it. Drops 66 points on Virginia. I don't um, even know what to make of BYU. No one knows, man. They're college football's biggest enigma. Not really. but They're one of them. I just can't figure out what they are. This whole season's they... an enigma. So. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Fresno, State, Fresno State beats San Diego State. Uh, Brody Hoke drops one, finally. Yeah. Um, I, one of those ranked versus unranked. Yep. Um, who knows? Fresno State's just kind of made the living off beating ranked teams this year and then <laughs> losing to no one the following week. <laughs> yeah, they'll be UCLA and then lose to like Hawaii. Yep. Um, overachievers, underachievers, week eight. So it was my overachievers, I've got Michigan State. Did not expect them to win that game. So shout out to them. Kids walking third. Uh, Wisconsin, I called it. That defense is just too much for Iowa. Uh, then West Virginia pulls it out. Another one at home, as they somehow always do. Um, underachievers have Iowa, just pathetic performance. Um, Nebraska. So when I was looking at, we, Jerry and I talked about some blind resumes earlier today. We're not really going to get on that podcast, but the one thing interesting I found about Nebraska is they're like a top 50 offensive defense. They just can't win. That's insane. That's or top insane. 75 or something. It's just, I mean, they're like, they're good on both sides of the ball, but they just can't win games. It's insane. <laughs> um, and then UNC, um, specifically Sam Halleck, said he looks like he's completely checked out, like he just wants to be anywhere else but on the football field right now. I mean, I could see that being the case, especially when your team is just kind of collapsed around you. Or him leading the collapse, I can't decide. All right, well, uh, my overachievers for this week are Auburn. Um, I, th- I think they beat a completely injury riddled old miss team that needs a bye week horribly. Uh but we'll see. They I mean they have been looking better. Uh Houston with their last second <laughs> win over SMU and then Miami. Derek King goes down, Miami goes up. I uh I, I can't tell if what's going to happen over there. Uh my underachievers are Kentucky just came out completely flat and got ran over by uh, Mississippi State. Pittsburgh dropping one out of nowhere. I mean, but not surprised, I guess. Uh, and then Florida. Florida played Georgia for one quarter, and then that was it. <laughs> they just they came out flat, especially after a lot of talk to start the week. But Dan Mullen is probably my underachiever of the week specifically. I mean, they played a good first half. It was 3 nothing with two minutes left. It's not their fault. Georgia's defense went... Hulk Hogan mode and just destroyed him. <laughs> Either way, piss on Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my hot takes of the week, uh, I said this earlier, since he does not have a, uh, a ranked team on their schedule ahead of him, so I think they're going to go undefeated, but I'm not so sure that they're going to get into the college playoff. I'm going to go ahead and say they miss it. Uh, same, same exact take for Wake Forest. I think they're going to win out and not make the college football playoff. Uh, the CFPs tomorrow, uh, I think my rankings are going to be UGA, Bama, Oklahoma, Michigan State, and then Cincy and Ohio State are your fifth and sixth, respectively, who are on the outside looking in. That's my week week 10 hot takes. Uh, I hate that Bama's too. They lost to Texas A&M. Texas A&M's not that great. No. Um... I just so I'm on the opposite side of this. Do. I think since he does make the playoffs, I don't think there's a two-loss SEC team that makes it in over them, and I don't think Bama can beat Georgia. Uh, I think the Big Ten and the Big 12 will cannibalize themselves either completely out of the playoff or only one team left will be standing in each of those. Uh, I think Wake Forest will lose a game. I think it might even, be, might even take all the way to the ACC championship, but I think they do lose one. And then Oregon will probably drop another because I feel like Oregon just wants to drop another game. Yeah, no doubt. Uh my next one is it is 
November 1st, 2021, and the next uh, coach of the LSU Tigers will be Dave Aranda. At this point, I'm just going to keep naming different, uh, whichever coach I like the most this week. <laughs> I like that. And then, uh, as always, two more ranked teams will lose to unranked teams this weekend. It's been right every time. We're letting it ride. Um, I think there's some interesting matchups below, so I think we're in for another good one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, week 10 looks to be pretty awesome. Um, a lot of potential potential upsets coming this week. Yep. Uh, so let's kick it off. These are all the pick'em games. Uh, let me go pull up these now. Should have pulled this up earlier. This is my, my apologies. Uh, that's okay. You're fired after this anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm doing this for free, so you can't really fire me. Um, <laughs> all right, we got Ohio State versus Nebraska. I'm taking Ohio State. Yeah, I'm taking Ohio State as well. I do think it would be fantastic if Nebraska does. They're going to upset one team this year if it was Ohio State. That'd be pretty well, awesome. Well, I'll tell you this much. I'm, I'm going on three weeks in a row where – well, no, this week I got my 10-point right. But the previous two weeks uh, – no, previous three weeks, my 10-point game in my other league – Missed. I put Ohio State as my ten point game over Nebraska. Why did you have Big Bama? That is a lock, Jared. That is a lock. Oh, because I feel like my ten point game is uh, cursed, so I put Bama at nine. Uh, why? If, if the curse is going to work, why can't it be LSU? I just don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't either. You should. That's what I'm saying. You should put it at ten. It's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> at least give us the good luck if there is something we can get. All right. Fine. I'll swap it for you. <laughs> My man. All right. Uh, Wake Forest playing North Carolina. This is an interesting one. Wake Forest defense is not good. And if there's one thing North Carolina can do, it's when Sam Howell wants to play good, he can throw it around. So this could be a shootout. Yeah, this is my I, – I picked North Carolina just for the upset. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, I think – I know I have North Carolina. Um, Liberty versus Ole Miss. Ole Miss, I mean, Liberty. It would be interesting Hugh Freeze back in uh, at Ole Miss. Yeah. Not in a hospital bed either. I don't know. You may get one specifically for this game. <laughs> that would be so damn fun. Preferably one with glass that faces the field to give us a thumbs up afterwards. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, I am picking Old Miss as well. Okay. Michigan State versus Purdue. Um, Ooh, this I'm picking is the Boilermakers, dude. I picked dude. the Boilermakers, dude. I, I am too. I am too. I think Purdue is Purdue a sneaky good defense. Yeah. They can throw the ball. Well, and they just have this knack for knocking off a top five, top oh, ten dude. team. And man. it's on the road after a big emotional win against your rivals. This is this is trap game one oh one. I gotta know something. What is Purdue's record right now? Five and three. <laughs> I mean, what if they finish six and six, but they beat number two and number five along the way? <laughs> That's a win for Purdue. That is a wild That's a top uh, twenty five season right there. Yeah, at six and six. At six and six, <laughs> dude. There might be two teams that end up finishing the year in the top twenty-five and finish five hundred with Nebraska and Purdue. <laughs> That'd it's be wild. sick. That would be that would insane. be ultimate trivia stat. What two teams were in the top twenty-five that finished six and six in twenty twenty-one? <laughs> I think everybody would be like, "Well, I'm sorry. What did you say?" <laughs> I, I would say Purdue and Nebraska because I'm sick like that. Um. <laughs> All right, Oklahoma State playing at West Virginia. Back-to-back weeks in Morgantown. Yeah, I think Michigan State's going to pull the win out. I uh, I was going to – I picked Oklahoma State originally, and I flipped it already. Uh, so you're taking Michigan State versus Virginia. I mean, and then you're going to take – are you taking I'm West taking, Virginia? I'm doing Purdue, and then I'm taking West Virginia. Dude, you're going back to – yeah, I'll go with you. I'll ride the crazy train with you, bro. Right now I'm going to Ohio State. North Carolina, Ole Miss, Purdue, West Virginia. So out of five picks, I'm doing three upsets. Dude, I love it. I'm right here with you, man. Um, <laughs> Auburn versus Texas A&M. Who you got? Uh, I got Texas A&M at home. I'm gonna go Auburn, dude. I like okay. I like Bo Nix having fun. I want to yeah. have fun. I want to have fun with Bo Nix. I want Bo Nix to beat all the teams that LSU's not gonna beat. Yeah, I um. I had a hard time picking this one. A part of me wants to pick Auburn because they're kind of riding a high street, but I mean it's twelve versus thirteen. I just think Texas A and M, the twelfth man, is going to get to Auburn. It, I don't know. I say that they played up at Penn State during a wideout and seemed unfazed by it. Yeah, they did pretty good that game. They had, did have a tune up. I, I, 
Well, right. Okay, you went over, and I'm just going to stick with A and M on this one because okay, I can't. Pick, I'm not big. I refuse to pick A and M. Um, That's fair. Baylor versus TCU. I got Baylor. I got Baylor as well. I think the spread is probably going to be bigger than that by game time, considering they just fired their coach. I mean, mutually parted ways with their coach. Yeah, it's a mutual agreement. He has a statue on campus. Don't forget <laughs> it. Um, LSU versus Alabama. You know what? I'm going. I'm a LSU. Just... All right, I got Bama, but I'm going to put him at my ten spot in my other league. All right. <laughs> I would be very upset with myself if LSU won this game and I didn't pick them. So. Just on the the very, very small chance that there's some major upset, I'm going to take them. Uh, Oregon versus Washington, I've got Oregon. Um, I've got Oregon as well. I, I could see Oregon just dropping the ball in this. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Uh... You want to just go all upsets this week? Um, I mean, I'm not going all, but I'm pretty much. It's like 7 out of 10 are upsets. <laughs> I'm looking back like, do I want to pick Nebraska? <laughs> I mean, you can go all upsets if you Dude, want. Cause... I'm not going to just throw it all away. Yeah, Maybe I mean, like the could... last week, I'll just throw it all away. Pick nothing but upsets. Yeah, so. And I've got UTSA as well. Dude, game uh, of the week. Yeah, the meat meeps. I'm going with them. Number 16, UTSA versus UTEP. Dude, meat meat, baby. Gonna keep riding the strain. <clears throat> and then Kentucky or UGA, Missouri. I'm picking UGA. Yeah, I, you didn't put this one in here, uh, but I just wanted to – I mean, we got to talk about the UGA game. I know you're going to blow them out. but Yeah, but it's also them. a massive spread. I have ne- Apparently, it's up to 39 now in some spots. No way. Yeah, so, I mean, a 40-point spread. I don't know if I've ever I seen that. Probably gone up too since this morning. Uh, and then I think if uh, is Tennessee Kentucky a pick'em game or is that an extra? Uh, Kentucky is favored by one right now, so it went down from this morning. Yeah, I was going to pick Tennessee to win. LSU versus Bama has actually stayed the same. I figured that one would have gone up. Where's UGA? Don't see it. Yeah. There it is. Uh, 38, so it went up half a point. That's uh, that's a lot of points. That's a hell of a spread, man. Uh, I am going to go. I'm going to go with Tennessee. Is why yeah. yeah, I'm going Tennessee as well. All right, yeah. so. Not a big list to pick them this week, but the games are still good. It's just, just a lower concentration, I think. I don't know, dude. I like all these ranked versus unranked matchups. Those yeah. have been the fun ones this year. They certainly have. This whole I don't know. The rank versus rank games is pretty good team. This whole year has been a lot of fun. It has. It has. Um, so we've got some extra time. You want to talk about anything else? Uh, I was just taking a quick look over next week and see if there was any other game that stood I mean, there's like me. Utah-Stanford. I'm curious as to how since he does with Tulsa. Should beat them handily, but I am curious. Give the Battle of Michigan. We got part two, Central Michigan versus Western Michigan. Okay, so here's two that are not on the pick em. Uh what do, you, what do you think happens? We'll start with Iowa and Northwestern. Uh, I think Iowa's good enough to be Northwestern. Okay. I don't know, man. I could they see Iowa. I mean, that, I was going to say, I could see them totally falling apart after being ranked second. Northwestern's been so bad this year. Yeah, they have. Uh, we pick. I think I picked Northwestern to compete for the Big Ten title. Yeah, we both had Northwestern doing really well this year. Uh, and then the other one, speaking of the Big Ten, is Indiana and Michigan. Does Michigan rebound or do they struggle? Yeah, Indiana is not good. They're not, but uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, it's at Michigan. I, don't know. Too, I think so. Harbaugh. Yeah, I mean, he's going to stop doing the whole two quarterback thing because that's really what got him in trouble um, this past yeah. week. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. Dan Mullen syndrome. Yeah, but the thing is, Dan Mullen wasn't going to play Emory Jones until uh, Richardson got hurt. I'm just saying, like, historically, Dan Mullen always says that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, so that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, let's go to random topic time. Jared, you picked all these random topics, so I'm going to let you read them. <clears throat> all right. If you could pick any... Three former players from your current team, but 2010 to present, that would instantly make your team better. 
who would you pick? One offensive, one defensive, and one special team. I would pick AJ Green. He was there in 2010. Uh, DeAndre, uh, yeah, DeAndre Baker at corner, and then Rodrigo Blankenship for a kicker because uh, we need wide receivers, we need corners, and our kicker this year is probably the worst one we've had in quite a while. He's just struggling this year. Uh, I only picked one player because I don't think any, I don't think Joe Burrow or Devin White is going to save this team. Uh, so I, I picked would... two coaches. <laughs> uh, I went with Joe Brady and Dave Aranda. Uh, I think those really, at this point, that's the only thing that can, I mean, that's been crap without him. So, and then for special teams, I, I trended holiday because he's from my hometown. Oh, nice. I did yeah. not know that. Dude was, that dude was so fast. He was so small. He was so fast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, if you could only use one word for the rest of your life, what word would you use? Meep. Oh my God. <laughs> I was gonna go with dude. dude just, I just meet, 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 meet. Freaking Beaker from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you only got one word, dude, what are you? You're not gonna be able to put a sentence together. <laughs> <laughs> meet, meet. Just might as well just make a noise. Just meet, 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 meet. God, that would be so, that would be so rough just to have one word only. All right, last one is you just started a band. What is the name of your band? And you put, and what style? Uh, me, I guess it would have to be like a rock and roll band of some t- some point, some type. Um, it, I, 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 don't, never, I never did come up with a great name, but we did go see this cover band one time that I would totally steal their name. They were called the Skank Bangers. <laughs> I just absolutely love that. Uh, so I was part of a fake band in college. Uh, we called ourselves DJ Thick Sauce and the Rickshaw Bandits. Um, and we would be a ska band. A ska band. Yeah. The Rickshaw Bandits. Well, we stole uh, we stole Rickshaw from one of the bars because he used to like petty captain. We called ourselves the Rickshaw Bandits. That's awesome. Yeah. I think I think if I had like two other options, it would probably be either buttered toast or uh, seedless, gra- <laughs> seedless graves. <laughs> seedless graves, dude. Adam, if you're listening, I don't, we don't know why you aren't texting anyone back. But <laughs> we hope you're not dead for real. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let somebody know, bro. Yeah, do we need to get a wellness check? For the next I know, dude. Do I need to, do I need to call the cops? Yeah, really. His wife probably just killed him. <laughs> Dude, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got for band names. Uh, I was trying to think of something else to, to go on about, but I just couldn't think of anything. Um, did, you, did you dress up for anything for Halloween this year? Did we, talk, we talked about we that talked last, about it last week. Last yeah. week was the Halloween yeah. episode. Yeah, you want you want us the two different versions of Loki, you and your wife. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this weekend, I just watched college football. So I took my stepdaughter and my wife trick or treating and a last second costume. Uh, sh- yeah, so you stole my. I slowly stole it, bro. Dude, I dressed up as That's the dude. Hard. How great is it? I mean, it was pretty great. I yeah, mean, it's the best Halloween costume ever. It, it, I will say this: it's the most comfortable that I've oh, ever yeah, been in you're public. Comfortable, and you're drinking a tasty beverage, and everything's right with the world. Yeah, it was fantastic. Definitely thinking about repeating for the next 10 years as the dude. It, dude, it's a classic. It'll never go out of style. <laughs> and it's one of those great ones where most likely someone else is not going to be dressed up like that wherever yeah. you go, so you're the only one. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I've, uh, somehow or another, I was the only one. Yeah. It's a great costume. I think you can always do the group costume where everybody else plays the other characters. It's a good time for everybody. <laughs> Uh, um, well, I guess that, uh, I guess that about wraps it up. I don't have anything else to add. Um, I just really, 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 really want the Braves to win tomorrow. If you had to pick Braves or Georgia, who would, who would you pick? Oh, Braves God. or the dogs? Well, me, for me personally? Yeah. It's the dogs. Yeah, always. But, um... It's, it's hard to choose, honestly. I would be absolutely ecstatic if the Hawks won, if anybody won, except for soccer. I, I, I'm, 
I like it and all. I like to go watch it, but I'm just not a soccer person. So when Atlanta United won the MLS Cup, I was just like, cool, we imported victory and then proceeded to kill that team. So, <laughs> yeah, for me, it's really just LSU football. I mean, I enjoy like when my the teams I follow in the NFL when it's Super Bowl or whatever, but yeah, I. Oh, I mean, I've seen a couple of Broncos championships. So I, mean, I was going to say, speaking of Broncos, did you see that Von Miller is being traded? I did see that. I'm actually sitting here wearing my Denver Broncos Von Miller shirt as we record this podcast. Complete coincidence, by the way. I actually, I just grabbed the first shirt. So. Where did they trade him? Uh, the Rams. So you got to block Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> what a fantastic end to your career to be paired with that guy. They and have three total draft picks for this upcoming draft class. Well, um... It seems to me that Sean McVay is totally bought in on winning a Super Bowl or being fired because that's his options now. He has no talent to bring in. Yeah, I mean they have they have mortgaged their future for now. For today. Yeah, yeah. Because most hey, dude, guys, more power to him, dude. Well, I was gonna say most of the players that are on that team are fantastic, but they are at the very end of their careers. You know, I mean, not very end, but of their like right. He, I mean, Jalen Ramsey's not going to get any younger. I mean, Aaron Donald could probably play for 15 years if he wanted well, to. Well, he said at the beginning of the season, this is the first season he ever felt like he was old. Like, he he, he would get hurt and stuff wasn't healing up, and he just feels tired all the time, like he's working out hard. And, um, yeah, I could I could see, like, a bunch of these guys, like, their peak is either this year or is past them already. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Stafford, yeah. I mean, he's... Now he might play for another ten years. He's going to find a whole new is life. Is he older than Matt Ryan? No, no. same draft class. No, two thousand nine. Uh, how old is Matt Stafford? I think he's thirty five. He's thirty three. Matt Ryan is thirty seven. Matt Ryan's thirty seven. He is thirty six. He turns. Yeah, he just. I don't he think just, he's got, but maybe another year. Ryan. Yeah. I, I kind of agree. I don't think he's going to be one of those. He's not uh, Tom Brady or Drew Brees. He's not going to be able to go back there and do it when he's 40. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I mean, even Brees really couldn't do it when he was 40. Uh, that's true. Yeah, Brees' arm just kind of started to fail on him. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think Matt Ryan's probably getting close to the end. He still looks good. I mean, he's a top... He's a top ten quarterback this year already, but the rest of his team is hot garbage. I mean, Calvin Ridley's out for a while, isn't he? Yeah, he stepped away, man. Said he had yeah. to take care of some some his mental health. He opted I mean, out. Like, yeah, he's and I don't I don't know is that like he's retiring or is he done for the year? I mean, I, I just hope he gets better, but it's it's just one of those things. It seems like we went from a wealth of riches to just a sad state of affairs in such a short yeah. amount of time. That's how I feel with LSU this year. Yeah, I understand that. Um, yeah, so we're going to be down. Eli Ricks is playing. Derek Singer is playing. Our true freshman, Nichols, is not playing. Our starting, Major Burns isn't playing. And then our starting quarterback is hurt. Oof. Yep. That is LSU football right now. Going to play Alabama in Tuscaloosa at night. Yeah, that could be rough. Oh, it's going to suck. Yeah, I'll, uh, dude, T's and P's, my dude, T's and P's. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up with that. Uh, we kind of <laughs> just rambled here at the end about stupid stuff, and that, that's kind of the nature of this thing. The Braves uh, are not stupid. Take it back. <laughs> they might. Yeah, I, say that, I, say, I say that today. It might be stupid in two days. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, don't forget to check out the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, um, not that we ever post anything, but one day we'll start. Yeah, we'll get this. Uh, Adam, you're short, but we're all worried about you, so please contact someone. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope we haven't done this to you. <laughs> Alabama didn't even play this week. How can you be ghosting all of us? Maybe he's just doing like Alabama, and he's just going to ghost. It's a preemptive ghosting. It's a pre- <laughs> dude, he'll be back, dude. Is if if they drop a fifty bomb on y'all he'll be back so fast dude the fact he didn't say it. I, I mean i'm sitting here thinking like i'm sitting here watching joe burrow lose to the jets and he didn't say anything yeah, this is the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life um yeah that's it for this week um go tigers all right go dogs see you next week later
Later.